Welcome back to the Speak Your Peace podcast. My name is Ian McNaughton, Big E. Uh, pleased to be joined by SYP creator Scotty K. Scotty, what's going on? You know, man, just living, just living life. It's very good to be back. I am thrilled with how excited you were for that intro. This podcast could be really interesting, but we'll we'll get into it and we'll find out. Should be okay. Uh, uh, I haven't been, I haven't potted for like two weeks uh, because I've been busy. Uh, I'm exhausted. I just want this semester over with. I, I'm just done with it. Um, I don't know what day this is. Um, who cares? Uh, my goal here is we're currently recording this 9.13 on Monday. Uh, and I promised Scott I'd be done by the end of the hour. So this should be like a 45-minute pod, give or take. Yep. Um, Scott, what's new with you? What What is new in Scott Hawkins' world? What is new with me? Wow. Um, well, last time I saw you in person was for Super Bowl weekend. And since That's that, right. since that weekend, life has been pretty crazy. Pretty crazy in a lot of ways, but like good. Um, been to a been to a Ducks game where they pummeled the Canucks seven to four, and I was there to see all seven Ducks goals. Well, and the best part about that too is that I went to the game afterwards, featuring the Seattle Kraken, and the Kraken stunk. That was not a game to go as a Kraken fan. As a Kraken fan, there you go. Um, so, so you did the right thing of going to the Ducks game. Uh, as a, as a Ducks fan in Vancouver. Smart, yeah. smart move. I'm trying here. I'm trying. Uh, so that was, that was really good. That's probably the highlight of my reading break. And then, um, yeah, had some work, had some practicum. I totally forgot you guys had reading break. Cause I saw like on social, like all these people like posting like photos and stories of like, I'm in, you know, Mexico or like I'm in Alberta and, or I'm in like, the, I'm on the island it's like none of you are in any of those places regularly why are you guys all going now and it's like ah oh it's reading, reading break. break yeah there you go I, I I don't have reading break some of us are less fortunate but there you go <laughs> no for sure oh man so and, um yeah just been busy busy here in Kelowna with school and Saturday selections is busy. It's popping it off. Is. It took me took me till Monday to count votes. I just finished counting them like an hour ago. So, well, good for you. Um, yeah, all those people who voted for the T birds actually got it right on Saturday, which actually is like yeah. a, a, free, yeah. a, a freezing cold takes for Big E. Yeah, uh, does they're, not make they're you- dead to you, but they're right. So, like, <laughs> would you rather that? That's that's a, that's a great SYP poll question. Would you rather be dead to Ian or right? I, I think we should post that right now. That'd be funny. <laughs> I think that would be hilarious. Um, that would be funny. What's new with so, you? Oh, Enough God. Was, uh, I was in the States this weekend. Uh, I yeah. work for the Everett Silvertips, in case I haven't mentioned it. Oh, um, not at all. That's new. I, Some... I, I, got a, uh, I got a sick photo next to your boy, uh, Olin Zellweger, uh, over the weekend. I sent you that. I think uh, we should post that on your birthday. Say, or... If you and Olin Zellweger have similar birthdays, put it like in the day, in like a close day in the middle, like happy middle birthday to these two gems. I don't know. Something like that. That'd be fun. Uh, Olin Zellweger's birthday is uh, uh, September, I believe. Ooh, okay. Interesting. So not, yeah, is, it September, later, is it later in September or is it? September 10th, 2003. Okay, cool. Was it not quite close to November. Um, 
Everett lost both games this weekend. Not great. Um, less than ideal, some would say. Uh, but I think that's more on, uh, you know, how good the, the Portland Winterhawks and Seattle Thunderbirds are. Those teams I are mean, pretty good. Those are – Everett, Portland, Seattle are three of the better teams in the WHL. Correct me if I'm yeah, wrong. I but... think so. I'd say so. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you can't, can't, can't win them all. Can't win them all. Nope. Um, can't, can't win them all. Can't win them all. Uh, did my online class uh, Saturday. Oh, you'll love this. This Bring is it. a great thing. Bring it. Um, I made a scrapbook. You can do art? What the fuck? <laughs> wow. Okay. Are you going to so, flip through it for me? Are you going to flip through it? Okay. So, viewers, newsflash, Ian can actually do art. Um, this is quite some. Wow. We, 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 we have made a, we have had a breakthrough on the SYP podcast. This is, this is breaking news. Get the, uh, the subtitles going. Like news, it's, news flash. Ian can do art. This is, it, wow. Not bad. So, so uh, for context, uh, this is my uh, outdoor sport, a scrapbook created by Ian McNaughton. Scrapbook um, that I made for my photography class. And um, it's not good. Actually, that's a lie. For, for myself, who hasn't done anything artistic since like grade no, four, since ever. five. Since ever. Since Let's ever. Go. There you go. Thank you. Um, it's actually not like, it's actually for like myself. Like, so I took these photos, like I took all these myself yep. and then had to draw these outlines. Okay. Um, Interesting. Did all the writing in black marker because I thought that was the best with this green. And as, if you'll notice, uh, this is like a light green and this is a dark green because I actually ran out of dark green paper. Um, so um, haven't got graded for that yet, but that was that was a scrapbook I made uh, in my photography class. And um, there you go. I also went to the art gallery last week for my okay. photography class. Yeah. Okay. Like I'm becoming Vancouver, Vancouver Art Gallery. I'm becoming cultured. Ian is becoming cultured. I, I like it. That's that's good. My my one. You say that so like you know cautiously. Like yeah, that's that's good that Ian's becoming cultured. Um, the one disappointing thing about my trip downtown was that I went to the uh, Robson ice skating rink. I went to the rink that's on Robson. Okay. Like you. Yep. Yeah. 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 Yep. By the UBC and Robson. Yeah. I know the one. Yeah. Yeah. And so I wanted to go check it out because it was like empty and it looked like someone just like, you know, put some water down. Like it looked like, like a Zamboni had just been on it recently. Right. And little did I know, uh, I went to, I went downtown on March 1st. The last day for public skating on the Robson square ice rink was February 28th. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so that like, Big that's, E wanted to like buy some rentals and just have a little skate, you know, on Robson Ice Rink, and they're like, no, 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 do it. Wow, huh? There you go. So who knew? Kind of, kind of taking L's like this past week. I think I am. Like, couldn't go. I mean, the art gallery was pretty cool. Um, I've never been before to the art gallery, believe it or not. Um, the Robson Ice Rink, you couldn't get in there. Um, Silver Tips lost um sounds sounds like a lot of 
like a lot of L's. A lot of L's? You know, yeah. it's, it's more character building, I think is what it is. I like that. I like your positive spin on it. I think that's it, important. You got to have that for sure. It's, build, it's building courage. It's testing yeah. my strength. Absolutely. As someone who's a man of faith like myself, it's God testing my strength. Um, yeah. Go Irish, by the way. March Madness coming up. Go Irish. Um, did you want to do some hockey talk? Let's do, hey, this is why I'm here. I'm the hockey expert on this podcast. So let's, uh, yeah, let's get it. All right. Um, we're going to go through each division probably relatively quickly because we don't have a lot of time. Um, which division do you want to start with? I have notes for every one of them. Let's start at Atlantic and work our way west. Okay. Um, so here's my hot take about the Bring Atlantic it. division. Bring it. <laughs> The Maple Leafs are not built for the postseason, and they won't win a game – or they won't win a series with this core in the okay. postseason. Yep. Okay. I have seen too much of the Maple Leafs recently, and they're not, gonna, they're not a playoff team. They don't have any sandpaper. They don't have any grit outside of Wayne Train. Well, and they're making the playoffs, but they're not a built – They're not going to win a series. Okay. They're, they're not going to win a series. And even with this core, like, I really question the Matthews, Barner – Morgan Riley core, John, sure. the JT core to go win a series. Okay. And, and I could be completely wrong. They could beat Tampa or Florida this year. They might beat somebody next year. But this team, I don't like their chances in the postseason. I, I'm really skeptical that these guys are the guys that are going to get a series victory in Toronto. Just getting to the second round, I'm yeah. really skeptical with these guys. So let's just, again, to, to this point, let's just say Toronto's the third, they're the third place team in the Atlantic, right? Mm -hmm. They're going to get one of Tampa or Florida. Mm -hmm. There's no chance they beat either of those teams. One of, or either, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who they play. Those, those two Florida teams are way too good. And they're just so much better built. Here's, here's the one thing that's like keeping me, like that, 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 that I'm, I'm questioning. It's because sure. last year we were so off with the Canadian division. Oh, and, yeah. And true. I don't, and like, I don't know if that's something to keep in mind this year or if that's just a one off weird thing with the Canadians and who they were as a team. Right. But we were so wrong last year. Not well. We were pretty, not, we were pretty off. We had Emin and Toronto in the second round and look yeah. what happened. And, we and it didn't happen. So that's my deal with the Maple Leafs. I think the goaltending is fine. Like Campbell or Morazic will figure it out. They haven't been very good at all recently. No, they haven't, but I I think they'll figure it out. I think like goaltending, you have these swings. Like goaltending is probably, if not the most inconsistent position in hockey. And I, and I'm willing, and I'm willing to bet on Campbell, at least Campbell, Maybe not getting to like a 930 save percentage, but he's like posting what, like an 875 recently? Like, I think he's better. Yeah, 875. So if he gets back to like a 910, 915 save percentage regularly, I I'm I'm okay with that. And even if they don't come back, like let's say the goaltending is shit for the rest of the year, great. Yeah. Like you don't have like you don't have to re-sign Campbell then. You can go find another goal. You can trade Morazic. I think. The Dub Dubis and Co. really believe in Jack Campbell, though, which yeah. is, I mean, he up until a couple of weeks ago, he was really good. He was almost Vesna like caliber level type of Jack Campbell. But 
it just hasn't been that for for the last bit um yeah i'm very intrigued to see what's going to happen in the next six weeks until the regular season ends and um either way though doesn't matter what campbell does florida's got better goaltending tampa's for sure a better goaltending so i just don't think and again the teams themselves don't get me wrong matthews is an elite hockey player i listen like i love watching austin matthews he's incredible to watch i just wish those guys would not take shit from anybody yeah i wish those guys would stand up for themselves more agreed and they don't they don't like i i just like that's what i can't stand about those guys is that like, they're you know, jt is willing to take a hit from tom wilson and i get that tom wilson's a bigger guy but yeah. somebody's got to stand up for your captain and I, I don't care i don't care that it's tom wilson somebody's got to stand up for him like it blows my mind that five foot eleven nikita kucherov and five nine Braden point are more likely to get in the corners and rough it up than six th- six two six three austin matthews and six two john Tavares, for example Again, different teams, different cultures, sure, different players. But, again, that just goes to show you that, you know, the Maple Leafs don't – maybe not – maybe needs the wrong word, but um, I think they, they should really inquire, especially coming up to, to the trade deadline, a forward that can bring kind of a bit of bite. That Because Simmons doesn't play enough, let's be real. He doesn't play enough. He's a great player, and he's a great physical aspect, asset on that team. But he needs – he would need to play more play up with Matthews, play with Marner and Tavares, play with, you name, insert, you name it. Insert, insert player here. Yeah, exactly. So I, that, that's, that goes back to my, you know, trade proposal I made with SYP creator Rab about, you know, they have Kyle Clifford trade him in a pick for Eric Branson. Yeah. But again, I don't think the flames are going to give up Branson. He's no, I don't think they are either. Cause the flames are really good, but it's like, I, and here's the thing. I know Eric Branson's, takes a lot of flack for who he is at a, as an NHL player. But, like, that dude won't take shit from anybody. No, he's oh, yeah, he's hard to beat physically in the corners. Yeah, like, you're going to – yes. Yeah. That, that's my thought on the Leafs. I, I, yeah. I like watching I will, Marner. I, I like watching Matthews. I just don't think they're going to win a series. Yeah, that's, that's fair. And to be honest, this Atlantic Division, I'm sorry about your wings, but the, the playoff teams are set. The four playoff the teams. Whole, the, whole, the whole East is pretty much set. More or less, yeah. There might be a bit of movement in the Metro, but, like, not much, if any. The East is pretty boring, to be honest. It'll just be a matter of who's going to play who in the playoffs. To which I, I also have written down here, I just want a Tampa Bay-Florida rematch with a healthy Ekblad. Yeah, don't we all? That, 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 and I don't care which round. I just want that. Yeah. Um, the Boston Bruins are getting hot at the right time. Yeah, they, they're... They just managed to keep – I had them missing the playoffs this year. They just somehow managed to stay in it. I don't know how they do it, but props to them. They might make a couple additions. I don't know what they really need, if anything. Their, their roster is kind of like probably a second-line center, I guess, somebody behind Bergeron. The Bruins? But I mean, yeah. Yeah. But, I'm, but, I mean, like – Charlie Coyle is an okay second-line center. He's, he's fine. He's fine. Like that's kind of, but like, well, I mean, Eric, Eric Hall is playing there right now between Hall and Poshinok, which is interesting, but it's working. Well, well, the other thing is like, do the Bruins want to pay the price for a second line center? Do they think this team's going to go on a run here? Yeah. I don't know if it's worth sacrificing again. I don't think they're going to win the cup. I don't think they have a chance against the other. And again, the Leafs are better than the Bruins at this point in time. But if the Leafs played the Bruins, I would take the Bruins to win in a series. Okay. 
Fair enough. Fair but enough. that'll be interesting. It'll be also interesting if we get like a Boston Carolina rematch. Like they they've had some pretty good playoff series in the past. It'd be I'd, fun be to see third, I'd be a heck of a third round series. I don't think it'll it'll get to that, but um, yeah, we'll see. Which team? Question. Bring putting it. you on the spot right now. Bring it. Which team would be the most desirable GM job for you in the next three to five years between yeah. the Sens, the Sabers, and the Habs? Because mm-hmm. I had to think about this for I had to think about this for quite a bit because tough one. Montreal, I have, Montreal. I might have to, to be honest. I might have to say Buffalo. To be honest, I actually might because the Senators, as you know, their ownership sucks. To be honest, I wouldn't want to work for Eugene Melnick. That's just me. Um, Montreal, Montreal would be okay. I just. Nick Suzuki's very good. Caulfield's underperformed, but he's still okay. Um, I don't know. I just don't like how they've done it there. For whatever reason, Suzuki's just they need another they need another one C. He's not I was gonna ask you if you think if you... One, he he's a star one center, but he's not a superstar one C, which kind of concerns me. And you look at every team that's won a cup, they're good down the middle and they have at least a star or like have two high quality centers or one superstar center with another very good center behind them yeah this this, i really had to think about this because these are the three teams at the bottom of the eastern conference yeah and yeah sure by a lot ottawa Ottawa stinks do they ever well buffalo montreal but okay all these teams stink they're all bad. Ottawa should be better than where they are. Agreed. That's I agree with that. Buffalo is like, I guess where we thought they would be. Well, they're they're just coming out of the Jack Eichel thing, so they've like kind of had to like re rebuild again because yeah. of that. But I will say, Alex Tuck does like playing in Buffalo, which you don't hear very often. I read an article about him. He actually seems to enjoy being in Buffalo. He's from Syracuse, I believe. So like, I, I know, close, I know. close to home it helps, but still. Uh, Montreal sucks. I like Suzuki. I like Caulfield. I don't know about the Carey Price thing. That's a really sticky situation. Very tough. And I think Weber's pretty much done. Weber's done. Um, You could almost make the case with, with Ottawa that they're still like two or three years, I think, away from actually being like a legitimate playoff team. A legit playoff team. Yeah. I, yeah, couldn't agree more, actually, to be honest. It's. I don't think they have enough veterans to kind of help these young guys, young guys out. Brady Kachuk's, you know, a great leader, but he's not a veteran yet. He's still kind of getting to know the game and getting with it. And and like with Brady Kachuk, like I like the Kachuk brothers. You know me. I have a Kachuk brother jersey. I like how they play. It's just I, yeah. I'm still concerned about him being like the guy. I agree. No, I agree. He's a great, he's a great complimentary piece. He'll probably be, you know, a really good first line winger with a Norris and Batherson when they get better, or that'll be like an elite second line with, and with Stutzla and Shane Wright on the first line, for example, hot take, by the way. Um, But we'll see. But yeah, picture that Shane Wright playing in Ottawa, just, just up the road. 
Hankston. Does he pull like an Eric Lindros? It's like, no, I'm not playing for the Senators. I'd almost think about it if I was Shane Wright being like, nah. If there's any team to do that for, I would do that for Buffalo. But that's just me. I think he could do – here's the thing. I think he could do that for – Arizona, Ottawa. actually. Arizona will be first. Then. No, I think – no, I think – I wouldn't – I would consider playing for Arizona because I get to live in Arizona where it's, like, nice. But the, everything yeah, else of it – we'll talk about Arizona later on. I want to yeah, talk about Arizona. Yeah, okay. That's it. Okay. Um, the correct answer, none of these teams are the most desirable GM job. That's the correct answer. That's the, that's correct answer. You're right. Uh, let's do a little Metro talk. I think the Metro, the thing about the Metro is that you're good if you have a good goalie and you're probably not, if you like, <laughs> you're probably not that good if you have a bad goalie outside of like the Flyers and the Islanders who actually have like two good goalie, like well, goaltenders we, we this think, year. We think good goalies, but yeah. Here's the thing. Carter Hart's numbers, I think are, are fine. I think the rest of the team stinks. Oh, that team's terrible. Yeah. Um, the Islanders, I think I've had good goaltending. Just very, yeah. Again, but, you look at their goal. Their goals against is one of the lowest in the league. So with that, yeah. with that being said, um, Freddie Anderson has like a nine twenty eight save percentage. Um, I think he, getting he him, to be honest, he might. Pardon? He might win the Vesna. Well, you, you see, un- unfortunately, the problem for him is that there's this other guy named Igor Shosturkin. <laughs> in his division yeah that's true that is true we got actually. a 942 save percentage with the rangers this year some are saying is the heart trophy candidate i believe it yeah i wholeheartedly believe that actually um we can have that conversation but i think it's it's i think you can give it to matthews or schuster that's if the leafs get to the playoffs if the leafs well the leafs will get to the playoffs um what Matthews is doing is great. I think you could also make an argument for McDavid and or, and or Drysidle. We because yeah, of because, course. because of the fact that they got worse this year. The Oilers got worse in the off season. Yeah, and, McDa- and McDavid and Drysidle are still doing really good. True. That's yeah. It's a good point. It is a bit of a log jam in the West, but we'll get to that. Um. Tristan Jari is having a, a bounce back season. Hopefully that carries into the playoffs for his. I mean, Penguins. it's, I will say it's pretty scary when you've got three high quality centers and I'm mentioned. Yes. Evan Rodriguez is included in that list. He's been very good this year. Nobody knows where the hell Evan Rodriguez came from. It's just like, yeah, sure. This, He's still pretty good. This guy is legit. Um, yep. And then on the flip side, uh, the Capitals are struggling in net, and that's why the Capitals are probably going to just clinch a wild card because they don't have. But again, here's the thing with the with the Capitals is that the Russian machine never breaks. That's the Ovechkin Russian machine that never breaks, and he's he's elite. He is and he's what 36 now, and he's still scoring like he's 25. It's it's a joke to be honest. The fact he's still doing it is ridiculous, but. You we love, you've, loved you've loved to see it. We we won't get into the um, Ukraine Putin thing. I will say though, uh, there was a you know in, so in Everett the um, community rink is next to the main rink. Yes, of course. So when I had some free time on Saturday mm-hmm. in Everett, uh, I went to go watch uh, a bit of the public skate going on at the community rink. 
Uh, some guy had a Trechiak, a Vladislav Trechiak uh, CCCP uh, old Soviet Union jersey on, which, which I thought, um, cool jersey, maybe a bit of a political jersey foul considering all the things that's going on in the Ukraine right now. Yeah, I would say that's a bit of a party foul. Like, you you nailed it. Dope jersey, but like, nah. Bit, bit of, can't do it. Bad time. Bad time right now for that. We get, we get this guy Nick Andropov jersey. Or is he Ukrainian? Uh, I think so. I think, I think he's like... Nick, I'm pretty sure he's Ukrainian. He's Ukrainian or Kazakhstan. Or... I think it's Kazakhstan. I think you're, maybe you're right. It is, I think it is Kazakhstan for Andropov. Uh, it is Kazakhstan. Uh, uh, Alexei Ponokarovsky, I believe, is the one Ukrainian. Am I am I right there? I don't. Uh, these guys aren't in my. These guys aren't in my gordle. So you know. Oh, also, <laughs> you're gonna get a laugh out of this one. So Ponokarovsky's the latest or the most recent player. The next most recent, Ruslan Fedotenko. Oh hell yeah! That 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 brings back some great uh grade ten. Great ten uh, planning <laughs> vibes. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Um, let's let's go to the central. Um, it's the Colorado Avalanche and everybody else in that division. Yep. Um, do the Abs need to add at the trade deadline? Yeah, so they can really stomp on everyone's foot and win the cup. <laughs> and the fact is that the. the Scary part about the Avalanche, they have cap space. They're this good and they have cap space, which is so who so if you're the abs, who do you add? Claude Giroux or JT Miller. Pick so pick your, so pick your weapon of choice. So I I heard today, I, I've been hearing some uh Bowen Byram rumors. I was to, just gonna say that. Yeah, that's wow. And Bowen Byram to the Canucks. That's well that well that well that's just it. It's like Miller for Byram. Is, is like some form of that deal is what's being talked about and go straight up yeah go one for one i would no if i'm the abs i'm keeping bow by bow and byron yeah but again that's the thing with the avalanche is that they're so good they already have mccarr and gerard gerard's not even 26 yet if i'm if i'm correct on that mccarr is 26 now 26 now okay mccarr is 23 um timmons is like 22 maybe like byram's still a baby face you almost don't need okay i shouldn't say you don't need byram but you almost like you know what i'm saying it's like the whole national situation it, like you had seth jones playing as your fourth d pair when he's actually a one and he's not maybe not anymore but my point is like he was playing severely undervalued minutes when he's behind weber and yossi and ellis and ekholm for example well, the, well that's the thing it's like do you want your luxury on offense or do you want your luxury on defense? The Avalanche have it everywhere. They need, they need another – if they can get another scoring forward to, like, even more shore up their secondary scoring, dude, I don't know how you beat this team, to be honest. So, do, you, do we think they need to get another goalie? Not if you're that good. <laughs> I mean – you 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 you're you're willing to roll with Darcy Kemper, yeah. Pavel Francouz throughout the postseason. I think you have to. I mean, like, what do you get? What do you have to give up to get? Like, what do you? Who's really on the market? Who's going to be better? The a better alternative than Darcy Kemper? 
Mark Andre Fleury is like the go-to for people right now. Yeah, but he's. I don't know if it's worth it. To be honest, I don't think it's worth it. I think you just keep Kemper and roll them. All right. Again, look uh, at Crawford. Kemper's a good goalie. Kemper got Olympic consideration, right? He, so he can. He's shown that he can be good. Well, you know who did got Olympic. You know who got some Olympic consideration. Um, and maybe he's struggling a bit. Jordan Bennington. Jordan Bennington, yeah. And the St. Louis Blues. Um, the Blues are still the Blues. Like we we did a we did a segment on them not that long ago, like a month ago, I feel like, and we yeah. chatted about them. And they're still yeah. the Blues. They're still really tough to play. The, yeah, I I love their team structure and some of their guys they got on their team, like Pareko, Kairu, Krug, even um, O'Reilly and Shen are still an elite like one and two down the middle. And when, I mean, Tarasenko has been good this year too, which has been helpful. He's had a good bounce back here. And that's why they're in second place right now. And the surgeant of Billy Huso. True. So, yeah. so, that, the, so that the blues yeah. finally have the number one goalie that they've been looking for. <laughs> they have lost the last three, but again, I, I, season. I'm not worried about them as much as I'm worried about the Minnesota Wild in the Central. They, yeah, they have, they've been they've been very bad recently. That's true. Two and eight in their last ten. Fall, they're falling off. I don't know what major moves they make. I don't know if they go for the Quadruth, you know, hail mary trade deadline acquisition. I could see them getting Miller more than I see them getting Giroux, to be honest. Yeah. Like you you might if you're if you're the wild, you might have to give up Rossi or Boldy going the other way. You might. And you see that's the problem is like because next year like they, they got a real cap crunch because they did the buyouts in the summer with yeah. um or Suter and uh Parise. That's right. Um, yeah. so they got the cop they got the cap crunch next season that's where i think they'll be using uh rossi and boldy um to make up for that cap crunch so i don't know i mean i i again it's the minnesota wild they're probably not going to go on a deep playoff run here but they're you know they're they're, they are going to face the blues in the first round i think they probably lose the blues in in six or seven games yep i see it very in- intriguing central division, and it's going to be again a bit of a dogfight between the stars and the predators. I like the Preds more than the stars. So do I. I agree with that too. And again, especially with the, the play of UC Soros. Soros, um, obviously the Nashville defense. We like yeah. it's a Nashville defense. Um, I mean, we do have to give some credit to Jason Robertson, who had a double oh, Addy week. Yeah. He was first start of the week. He had seven goals in three games. That's that's absurd, to be honest. I think that's good. It's okay. It's not bad. Um, if you won in fantasy this week because of Jason Robertson, um, you know, congratulations. Go buy a lotto ticket because you're lucky. <laughs> exactly. Um, we do have to talk about Winnipeg a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Um, because um, every time I type the letter K into the Google search, it takes me to Kyle Connor's hockey reference page so I can see what his projected goals are for the rest of this season. 
He's currently, uh, as we record this, at 49 goals. Is what he's projected at getting this year. Yep, and um, he's going to get 49 and no more. <laughs> in case you don't know, Scott and I had a bet at the beginning of the season, 10 bucks that Kyle Connor would get 50 goals. I said yes. He said no. So, Oh, no, we you're you forget to mention the other part of that. There's another part of that bet. Well, if he won Olympic gold? Yeah, that was the other part of the bet. Well, I thought you said that wasn't part of the bet. No, no, that was fully part of the bet. Okay, because I thought we were at that point where that was happening, but then also it wasn't at another point. Not the, not the point. Um, the Jets are probably heading towards a rebuild here. Um, I feel like they'll be trading off, maybe not this deadline, but in the offseason, they'll probably be trading Shifley, Wheeler. Wow, that's a hot take. I think, we, I think Wheeler goes way before Shifley does. I think Shifley's the centerpiece of that team, to be honest. Eulers? It's going to be hard to trade him. I wouldn't – if I'm Winnipeg, I wouldn't move him at all. But – I just think they're probably going to be moving guys this offseason. I think they'll probably, they're, they're probably going to change it up and go in a different direction. That, that's kind of how I feel about the Jets. Um, and then Arizona, I wanted to say – I think Arizona is actually, like, creating something on the ice. Like, I think they're building something – like – Baby steps, but it's it's coming together for Arizona. It's not going to show this year. It's probably not going to show next year. But I think they are building something um, within a team, within the culture of like we can be good, we can you know be competitive. Uh, Nick Schmoltz had seven points this weekend. Fucking yeah. really good. Um, I will say about the Coyotes, I'm very skeptical about their playing in ASU arena, five thousand seat arena. That's very questionable. I agree. They do have off ice issues. However, I think if you make those tickets cheap enough and you just recruit the hell out of college kids to come to your hockey game and you just create a college environment, I think that's how you build the fan base. And that's how you build, um, you know, yep. an interest in hockey in Arizona. Like for four okay. years, if you're just playing at a college rink and you're inviting a whole bunch of college kids out. Yeah. That's okay. how you, that, 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 like, that's how you make the coyotes stay in Phoenix, like 10 years down the road. <laughs> Fair enough. That's fair. that's my hot take on that. Yeah. Okay. Less than ideal, but it's doable. Less um, than ideal than doable. Yeah. Pacific. But that's probably the title of my memoirs. I think is you know less than ideal but doable. <laughs> oh boy. Anyways. Um. Let's the Pacific. On. Holy! This is quite the division. Question. Answer. Flames to win the division or the rest of the field? I think the Flames are too good at this point. I think they're going to win it. Yeah? I think so. Yeah. It needs me to they, say it, but. They, did they win tonight? I'm guessing they won tonight they, against. They uh, tonight. It was 3-1 when I last checked. I think that was the final score, too. Mm. Um, <clears throat> I think they're, they're built to, like, I might just say it's a Calgary St. Louis Western Conference final because I think both of those teams are just meant to like go to, like do well in the postseason. I like that actually, but not Colorado. Calgary St. Louis. I'm like I I I, I here's you the thing. Call that right now. I don't I don't know if I'm gonna call that right now, but those Calgary especially is like a team that like we were talking earlier about Toronto and how like I wish Toronto would stand up for themselves more. The Flames do not give a shit about you. The Flames will fuck you up. 
They will fight. <laughs> they they yeah. will they will you know hunt you down, and they you will feel pa- you will feel pain playing the Calgary Flames, which I think sets them up well for a postseason run. They, yeah, I agree. The, they, the issue the Flames are going to run into is can they match the speed of the Knights, and it's going to be very interesting because again, the Golden Knights are yes third place right now, but. They're fucking stacked too. So, They're I just want to. I just want to say with Calgary, best top line in hockey right now. Like actively, oh, it's close, but mm, I don't know. That Avalanche first line is pretty good. I would also say the Toronto first line with Bunting, yep. Matthews, Martin, Martin, is, 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 is also really good. Yep. Um, best goalie in the division. Hot take: the Calgary Flames. In the division this year, this year, yes, right generally, now, right, right, right now, now right, yeah. Generally speaking, no. There's two better goalies, but right now, the best goalie yeah. is Markstrom. Markstrom. Yeah. Yep, sure, yeah, that's fair. Um, and Vegas still feels like they're trying to establish some chemistry. Um, but they'll get there eventually. I think they're gonna heat up at the right time and make. I think they're making a deep run. To be honest, I think they're gonna take the Avs to seven games in the third round, but we'll see. See, we thought it was gonna be like, I mean, it was Vegas, Colorado, I guess last year too. Yeah, but like, I don't know. Um, yeah, Vegas has lost twice to Colorado since Eichel came back. True. I, I'm not not saying that I don't like what Vegas is doing. Um. I just like that Calgary and the, well, the other thing too, what was, what, what was noticeable last year, I know Vegas lost to Montreal, but the reason Colorado did so well against St. Louis last year was just Colorado just had another level over the blues that the blues just could not keep up. With. Couldn't keep up with. Yeah. Absolutely. Like the blue, like the blues could keep up with the abs for like 40, 45 minutes. They couldn't keep up with them for 60 minutes. And and that's going to be, I think, something that's going to be really interesting with Colorado uh, and Vegas in the postseason. It's like, can any team keep up with them for sixty minutes? I think the Knights in the West, the Knights are the closest team to do it, in my opinion. I think I think it's Calgary and St. Louis. I mean, Calgary just beat Colorado over the weekend. True. So that was a great game. Really fun game. Yep. Canucks passed the Oilers in the standings at some point. Well, yeah. the Canucks got to pass the Ducks first, but um, but nobody nobody cares about that. No, I I thanks. I'm no listen. This is more about me, you know, talking about my Oilers hot take at the beginning of the year that they're going to miss the playoffs, and it's looking like I, I'm 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 feeling very confident about that. The more they. <laughs> They gotta keep losing, but uh, the more yeah. the more the more the Oilers play hockey, the more I like their chances of missing the playoffs. Yeah, that's that's a fair assessment. And the Canucks are hot, or they're they're they've been better than they were before. So, yeah, it's very interesting to see what's gonna happen with I, all actually all three of those teams, or the Canucks and the Ducks. To be honest, here's here's the thing. Here's the thing about the Canucks. Sure, I don't think you do anything at the deadline. I wouldn't. I would keep Miller. I would keep Miller. I would keep Besser. I'd keep Garland. I'd keep all these guys that there's apparently rumors of going on right now. You buy out OEL 
in the off season to give yourself more cap space. You okay. get some better, you get some more valuable defensemen because that's a Jim Benny mistake. You can get rid of that guy. That's a Jim Benny mistake. You, you, you can get rid of OEL and you know, the cap crunch that'll come five years down the line because you bought, bought out OEL won't be Rutherford's or Patrick Alvin's problem. Cause they're not going to be the GM then either. So at that point, you just pass it on to the next guy and you give yourself an opportunity to win now. And that's what I feel like with it. Cause you can't like OEL is fine, but he's not worth his cap hit. And I just think if I'm a Canucks, I think you have enough core guys with Hughes, Miller, Besser, Petey, all the, not even like, we haven't even mentioned Hoglander and Pod Colson. Pod Golzin. Golzin. You see Lamico, you know, is apparently a big star now. Um, not really. I, Got to talk to Canucks fans about that. Um, yeah, I think the, I think the, and they have the goalie like they have a goalie. They have oh, Demko's, Demko's, Demko's one of the best goalies, like pound for pound, one of the best goalies in the league. Yeah, so like I I I'm find the Canucks. I hold still at the deadline, um, and, and just make my moves in the off season and make moves to give yourself more cap space. Yeah, true. Like true. O like OEL is like a guy you can get rid of. Tucker Pullman is a guy you can get rid of. Um, I I personally like how OEL's played this year. Pullman definitely, I I would move him because he's making money, and a, it's cap space that the Canucks could use other places. So I agree and, with that one. But OEL expensive, yes, but he is has been good, and he's been without him. Who would the Canucks have to play defense? No one good. No one. You you you, no. you can find you can find whatever what he's making like seven eight million this year, and, it's and you nice buy buy. it's a lot. And then you could just buy him out for like two thirds and you can find that a more valuable def- defender with that cap space. Okay. I don't think with, with, I, with, I, with more confident management now than you had okay, last sure. summer with Jim. Benning. Sure. Fair enough. Uh, do you want to talk about your ducks? They're kind of free falling here. The numbers are not looking great on the ducks making a postseason. Oh, that yeah. Percentage wise, it's not looking good, but again, this is the kind of team that can get hot quick. And if when Gibson's hot, when actually both goalies are hot, they're hot. Um, I know the boy's been missing Manson for a bit. He's been, he was, you know, he's been one of the more physical presences on the ducks and he's been missing for a couple of weeks now. So I know they're definitely, they've missed that aspect of their game. Um, yeah. And if they might miss by, at least they're in, in, you know, they're competitive this year, which has been fun to see. But if they don't make it, they don't make it. I don't think – it'll be close, but I don't think they will. Who, who's the Ducks backup goalie again? Anthony Stolarz. That's right. I totally knew that. Um, he has been very good this year, by the way. I'm sure he has. Um, sure. <laughs> um, my hot take with the Kraken, uh, they're going to sell. They'll sell pieces here. Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of players who are in play here. Uh, I agree. From Geo to, I even say Wenberg as well. Geo, Wenberg, Vince Dunn. Vince Dunn, oh, Vince Dunn for sure. Everly. Um, a lot of the older guys, I think, are probably Cal, Cal Yonkroak, I think, is probably another guy who could get some interest. You think um, as well? If the right offer comes along, I don't yeah. know which, like, I think you can make the argument that Grubauer is better than what his stats are shown. Uh, okay. yeah. the, the defense is not great with the Kraken. Yep. Um, 
but I don't know what team's willing to pay that price after. Like, yeah. it would be such a low, like, because I don't think any GM would be confident to take such a little risk or, or, or take a lot of risk, but there wouldn't, Seattle wouldn't want to take such little assets or, or get something so little back, if you know what I yeah, mean. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Seattle wouldn't need to have enough to make it worthwhile. And I don't know if a GM is willing to give out something that would make it worthwhile. Like, I don't think Colorado would be. No. Toronto, I don't think would be. I, I don't know any of these yeah. teams that would be willing to pay out something like that. It'd be a lot too. And again, some yeah. of those teams might not have assets for that, right? For- exactly. Um, we, we do a little trophy talk. Um, I think the Calder is pretty well locked up. Uh, a right wing will one red wing will get it. Um, you know, some are even saying that Michael Bunting is a top three candidate right now, which yeah. you know kind of kind of makes yeah. sense with the two Red Wings doing well, and then Michael Bunting. Um, Scott, I don't know if there's another guy that you think is deserving of a Calder, you know, trophy this year, but if you want to make a case for somebody, um, you're more than welcome to, but it'll probably fall on deaf ears. <laughs> Oh, I gotta have a real talking with you after this podcast. Um, no, Trevor Zegers will win the Calder Trophy. There's no better option. Don't get me wrong, Moritz Sutter has been excellent and he is very good, but Trevor Zegers is an elite hockey player. So that's what that's what they're saying about Michael Bunting too. Yeah, but Michael Bunting plays with Matthews and Marner, so he's gets a little bit of an advantage. Zegers plays with Sonny Milano and Ricardo Raquel. That doesn't sound like Matthews and Marner. I don't know about you, but uh, you know, I will, who, uh, I will say cider has been very good. And if, as long as a red wing or a duck wins the Calder, I'm happy because the it shouldn't, three... here's the thing. It shouldn't be Michael Bunty. No, definitely not. It, it, it It's either a red wing or Zegers. Yes. And it's yeah. probably, I think the, I don't know. I mean, the, the red wings might, um, um, wash each other out like they might you know some of the boats might that's what i'm worried about happening like in that case but i still think cider has been more phys- like more dominant and more impressive raymond's been yeah very- but i would say cider has been more pivotal in detroit's they're not in the playoffs but they've been better than they have been in years past and he's a big part of why they've been better um and again zegris has been a huge component of the ducks offense and he He's not the engine yet of that team, but he's close. Um, yeah, I, I can't really argue with that, but, um, you know, probably a Red Wing. That's how I'm going to end on the, the Calder. Um, is there any other, is there any other hockey talk you want to do? We want to do, we'll do mailbag questions. We, we were going to we'll do some big, we were going to do some baseball talk, but we'll save that uh, later on. Cause I'm sure Scott would love nothing more than to talk about baseball uh, uh, at 10 o'clock on a Monday night. Oh yeah. Um, Favorite thing to do. Um, we'll save baseball for when we're actually missing ball games in the. In April. Exactly. exactly. I'm, I, I'm like, I'm on record of saying, like, I'm willing to forgive this whole lockout. I'm willing to forgive everything if the Mariners win the World Series this year. Yeah, fair enough. You'd love to see it. It'd be hilarious going with you to a World Series game in Seattle. And that would be just, like, 
it almost would be more comic relief to be honest <laughs> watching like, I, the, like the like the stressed out ian and the like excited ian and the sad e potentially oh, oh you would get like that's where my multiple personalities would come out oh, is at a managed sure. world series in safeco well t-mobile in t-mobile. seattle uh yeah. my multiple personalities would come out so badly um it would be comical. It would be hilarious to some. Yeah, and, and, and I would just say, I think that would take years off my life. Like watching the Seahawks, I'm pretty sure it's taking years off my life. Like probably <laughs> like, probably like three to five years. It's taken off my life at least. And a, a manners world series game in person in Seattle would probably like at least half that, maybe, maybe at the same rate. If, you know, considering how long baseball games are, you'd probably grow gray hairs from the start to the end of it, to be honest. I might have gray hairs by the time they actually get to the World Series game. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah, true. Uh, um, what's, your, what's your mailbag question? What's our mailbag questions? I've got two mailbag questions. Um, we, uh, a con- uh, we did get one from SYP creator Fuji that we can't say on the podcast. So sorry, Fuji. I'll text you my answer later. But I think... I think Fuji probably knows the answer at this point. Probably, um, yes. So... My guy, Matt Darley, he's a brother. Shout, friend, out. shout out, Matt, friend of the pod. Yeah. Um, he asks, is LeBron the GOAT? I don't know. He scored 52 the other night. Um, and the Lakers won and fucking ruined selections, by the way. I'm sure they did. <laughs> that would have been hilarious, um, yeah. all those people seeing that. Uh, but then again, the Lakers lost tonight to Sacramento. Um, was it tonight? San Antonio. Sorry, they lost to San Antonio San, tonight. San Antonio. Beat, beat the Warriors and then lost to Sam tonight. Sounds about right. Sounds we've like had this. I was gonna say. I think we've had this conversation before. I always consider Michael Jordan a goat. It's it's Jordan and everybody. Yeah. I I've grown up with that. I still believe it. Um, yeah. LeBron's one of the greatest athletes of all time, and I'd say he's the goat small forward. He's the goat three. Maybe. Probably. 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 I, I, and we'll see what Kevin Durant does in the rest of his career, but I think it's LeBron at this point. Probably LeBron, but in terms of what was his question? Is LeBron, is LeBron the goat? Yeah, pretty. Yeah, it's probably Jordan for me, and then anybody else. Yeah, in terms of NBA goats, probably Jordan. I agree. Yeah. As well. Um, Fuji asked me a question directly, and he asks, "What is the most overrated alcoholic beverage?" I would like you. Ooh. To- now this is a good. This is actually a good question. Overrated so, alcoholic beverage. So for myself personally, I'm not a vodka guy. Wow. Okay. So it might be vodka. But what kind of vodka though? That's. Does it matter? I mean, I don't think I know enough about alcohol to say that there's multiple vodkas. Like, like. Like Pink Whitney? Are we talking Pink Pink Whitney? Is that what that, you were referring? That's to? a that's a different kind of drink, but it is vod, vod, vodka itself. I'm gonna say is just overrated. Like I don't want to. I don't want to having a drink with vodka in it is not my first choice. So I would probably I, I would probably choose beer, wine, whiskey, tequila. Okay over um okay vodka fair fair enough 
that's you know what vodka yeah there's i mean new there's new amsterdam which is what pink whitney is essentially great goose smearing off and ciroc like yeah fair there's there's a lot of good options but um you won't you won't here's the thing you won't see me unless it's like a gift for somebody you won't see me buying smirnoff or gray goose or ciroc there you go fair enough um so vodka is ian's most overrated alcohol damn this is a tough one i don't know um most overrated most oh, most in canadian it's my hot take is that overrated is i mean i just don't i just simply don't like most in canadian it's just flat garbage beer to be honest but that's like most of those like that's like budweiser and molson and like okay Coor, yeah. like that, that's like all the like it, the, yeah. the only, and how, how do i say, like molson is like not a boomer beer but it's like an old person beer too right yeah. like it it's not I, I i don't think molson is anybody's first choice for a beer like right. i don't think people are going unless, unless you live in the boonies um you're not you're, you're not going like hey let's get some molson that's that's fair you know what yeah fair enough um no you're right that's that's true i don't i just don't like molson canadians i don't like it at all and i think it's so people that do like it i think you're wrong it's just it's overrated so Molson Canadian is my answer. Luckily, there's no old people who... I wonder how many old people listen to podcasts. Define old. Like, over 40? Oh, no. I was thinking, like, senior citizens. Oh, like, my, gran- like my highly, grandparents. Highly doubtful. Hey, I had I, a guy at the gas station I pulled up next to, and he was listening to Spit and Chicklets. I'm like, fuck yeah. Like, respect. But he was probably, like, late 30s, early 40s kind of thing. That dude's probably still... That dude hasn't left Kelowna. He's probably from Kelowna. Probably. How old, how old is his truck? Oh, it was pretty new. It was a lifted F-150, I think. Yeah, Lift, that dude's... With that, lifted that, and, yeah. That dude, definitely, that dude definitely lived in the Okanagan his entire life. Yeah. Um, Sounds about right. Um, you know, I, I, I was going to say, um, you know, I think it's just old people who really like Molson. I don't think any young people, unless you're from the middle of nowhere it's gonna drink molson and you're only drinking molson because it's cheap like me with bush beer i only drink bush because it's cheap i get best best bang for my buck it's not the greatest beer i'm not gonna classify it as the greatest beer i just like the value i get from buying like uh, for spending 20 bucks on a 15 pack fair enough there you go cheap beer um do you have an underrated alcohol oh oh that's tough um stanley parks stanley park brewing i think okay is my that or stanley park's not even underrated it's just maybe not that common same with copper brewing as well there's a really good i had it on saturday actually hazy pale ale um okay copper brewing fucking slaps are are you are you becoming like an ipa guy no i've always been ipa ipa pale ale that's me okay that's me. That's always been me. People that know me, I'm definitely not a sour guy, though. I'll tell you that. I I, I was gonna say, um, I I enjoy um, Bernie Brewing is okay. like one of my go tos. Yeah, is it underrated? Yeah. Bernie Brewing's pretty good. I think it depends on where you are, because I think you in the Okanagan, I think, will probably enjoy. Like, you'll see Bernie Brewing more than in like 
the mainland or on the island. Yeah, that's true. Actually, that is a good point. And there's also, that's not the wine I'm looking for, but there's like this really nice uh, Italian red wine that if you're looking for like a nice red wine, okay. this is the one I would suggest. Uh, so all, all you wine guys, listen. Um, yeah. I think it's Am- Masse Costercera, I believe is what it is. Okay. It's an Italian wine in the Benito region. Cool. That, that would be my underrated. Um, if, you're, if you're looking for wine, that would be uh, my thing. Um, Scott, I, yes. I ran long like I usually do. Um, any other final thoughts? Any other final hot takes? Anything else you want to promote before we head out here? How's your, how's your Kelowna Junior Rec cocky? Oh, yeah, the league's great. Um, go follow us at KJRHL if you want to go check that out. Uh, standings for up-to-date standings just got posted today. Um, things are looking good. We have playoffs in about a month. Just like it's basically two-game playoff, like 1v4, 2v3, and then the winners play in the late game. The losers play in the bronze medal game. Should be good. And your, your team's in first place. We are first place. Yeah, Team Blue is in first place. We are nine three and three. We came off a draw last night. Bit Which is a, almost a, almost an L. Bit of a almost an L. We should have. Well, we were up five two going in the third. It was a bit of a controversial ending, but I won't get into that on the podcast. So, but yeah. Anyways, if you want to come come check it out, we play Sunday nights. Go come pack the barn because we're allowed to now. So. Uh, some say a draw is like kissing your sister, which is why I don't think Americans, some Americans didn't get into soccer. Oh, that's controversial. <laughs> I'm just telling you what the internet has, you know, told me in the past. Um, You're the messenger and people are going to try to shoot you because. I don't even have a sister, so I wouldn't even know what it's like. Um, drawing, that is. Um, I always come out on top except for the L's I had this past week, which we discussed earlier. So it's not even, not even relevant. Um, <laughs> Scott, thank you very much for taking the time to do this. It's greatly appreciated. Um, I, I think we'll be back next week. Um, the, the, these next life is going to be really busy. Uh, not, I'm not even yeah. going to try and give a time frame. It's just life in general is going to be really busy. So we'll try and make more time for this. Um, yeah. Monday seems to work pretty well, I think. Well, there's no football on. We're missing the bachelor right now. Is what we're doing. Are, we, missing, that, are we really missing anything though? I haven't. I haven't seen any of it to be honest. I haven't either, and it's not on my TV now, so I guess it's over. Um, you know, the bachelor really is just about all the friends we made along the way. That, that that's all what the bachelor is about. Yeah. So there sure. you go uh that that's the podcast thank you very much for listening uh check us out spotify uh apple podcast we're gonna be on you we're gonna post this video on youtube subscribe to the youtube channel and uh yeah we'll be back again soon peace out